Hey you, my entrepreneurial friend. Of 10 years of running my coaching business, I am going to finally teach business. And of course, I'm going to teach business with human design. Because the thing that I've discovered over the last decade is that the way everyone else taught me to run a business didn't freaking work for me. So over this last decade, to create a multiple seven-figure business, I've broken all the rules. I have done everything my way. I have looked experts in the face and downright said no, all to create something I love with greater ease and flow that literally is changing the world. And the best part is it doesn't feel like work at all. It feels like I get to hang out with my best friends and I am having a huge impact on the planet at the same time. So if you own a business that you want to finally maybe start, grow, or even scale, then come and join me on the 9th of May to discover how your human design can create the most beautiful, authentic success for you. For all the details, follow the link in the show notes. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. Well, I've got to tell you, we kicked off the mastermind last week and oh my goodness. It's so much fun. We've already done um, four calls or at least two calls for each group and dive deep into type, into strategy and into authority. And um, well, I don't want to give it away for those mastermind people to tell them what's coming up next, but let's just say this week, the content coming their way is going to be massive. So super exciting. Um, to everyone who didn't get in because we sold all the seats way before, in fact, just after the early bird closed, to be honest. And um, well, if you missed out and you really want to get on one of my masterminds because they are game changers, just keep an ear out here at the podcast. Um, otherwise, you can join the wait list, which I will put the link in the show notes for that. So the next time I announce one, because I don't know when that will be, but I'm having so much fun now, I'm thinking of running another one this year. Um, you guys will be the first to know. All right. So today's episode is actually in response, of course, like every good manifesting generator, to one of my specific projectors um, who has given me so many um, ideas for the podcast and like just general wisdom. You've heard her on the podcast um, before. Jenny Crowther is her name. And today she shared something with me on a voice message that I just was like, oh my goodness, you're absolutely right. As usual, she's nailed it. So we're going to talk about being able to say no. One of the things in human design we talk all the time about is the ability to say yes and no. 
to just listen to that strategy of ours and um, respond with our authority and boom. See, then everything's going to be easy. However, that's not actually the way things go. So today what I'm going to talk about is having the courage, and I do mean courage, to live in alignment with your design. So one of the things that most people um, come up against early on in their human design journey is this being told, especially if you're a generator type, but it's for any type, um, that you have this innate knowing of, yes, this is a good thing for you, this is in alignment thing for you, and, and no, this is out of alignment for you. Now, we all have this capacity with our human design, and as we start to build the muscle of our design, we have to start changing our brain because what we're doing is we're starting to say no where we used to say yes. However, there is such a ton of conditioning that has got you to who you are today. Um, many people, especially women, um, and there are different, like depending on where you've been brought up, there are also countries that will fall into greater conditioning around this. So let's just talk about, um, let's take a step back. So the reason that you come to human design is because you're feeling like you're living out of alignment. The reason why you're living out of alignment is because you are living predominantly in your conditioning. What exactly is conditioning? Well, conditioning is something that you chose unconsciously below the age of seven because you wanted to receive love, feel safe, and be taken care of. And because of those three things, you went out into the world and you started off really little being yourself. And every time you were yourself, but that didn't receive love, support, or nurture, you chose something different. So you created a story in your mind that took you away from your natural alignment. Um, and this story was designed to keep you safe. This was story was designed to receive love, nurturing, and support. However, when once this is done, what is actually happening is this is where we're starting to um, live in our conditioning and out of our alignment. So then as an adult, we come to our human design and we go, yeah, sure, let's just start saying yes to the things that I like and no to the things that I don't like. And well, it's not quite that easy. What a lot of people are finding is that they get quite triggered having to say no. And the reason why we get triggered saying no is because it actually has become a trauma response from our childhood. Now, this could be intergenerational trauma, uh, especially if you're female. You know, women have been suppressed for, you know, hundreds, thousands of years and told that they can't speak up, they have to do what they're told to do, um, they have to please everybody else. And this people-pleasing actually really creates um, a, a trauma response because, the you know, once you come to something and you're like, well, it's kind of out of alignment for me um, and you want to say no, what happens, and I can almost guarantee at least 50% of the people listening to this, you've had that moment where you've said no and then all of a sudden, once it's done, the email is sent, the text is sent, um, the you've hung up, 
all of a sudden you go into the tailspin. Oh my goodness, you know, what do they think of me? Oh my God, what was I thinking? Why would I do that? Oh, they're they're not going to like me anymore. I've really upset them. Oh, how selfish is that of me? And you actually go into a trauma response, okay? Um, And this can really end up in, you know, uh, like a one out of 10 trauma response, or it can be like an eight or a nine out of 10 trauma response. So remembering if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, one of the things that I really want to encourage you to understand is that, yes, we have big trauma or, um, you know, trauma that is attached to um, some sort of life-threatening ordeal. And then we also have what we call environmental trauma. And these are every single little trauma that took us out of alignment and put us into fear as we were growing up. So the tra- there is there is a trauma response within the nervous system that sends it into fight, flight, fawn, or freeze. And once that's triggered, um, you know, it, you know, if you suffer from anxiety, I know I did. I was doing panic disorder for many years. It would literally send me into a tailspin, and it doesn't have to be anxiety, but it can send you into a total tailspin, meaning that the heightened emotional response that you have to making a choice that is actually aligned to you feels so uncomfortable that you assume it's out of alignment or it's too hard to do again. And this is where most people lose the connection to their design because you actually have to be courageous enough to learn a new lesson, to change that neural pathway, to lean into what is uncomfortable for the mind and the nervous system, even though, um, or sorry, not even though, when the the body um, is saying we have to choose something new. Now, in this process of choosing something new, and that is to say no, um, we really have to understand that you have to reteach people how to treat you. Now, each and every one of us has taught everyone how to treat us, okay? Uh, We do that ourselves. We teach people how to treat us by our reaction or our reactivity or our response to their behavior, So as soon as we bring in a new behavior of our own, we go into this place, you've heard me talk about it before, called liminal space. So we're no longer the person we used to be, uh, but we're not yet the person living in alignment. So we're in this messy in the middle place. And this is a place we have to stay so super conscious. We have to choose to continue to move towards the person we're becoming and leave behind the person um, that is still in a place of having a, you know, a trauma response or a heightened emotional response to living in alignment. So how do we actually do that? Well, like anything, your alignment is actually like a muscle. You have to build it. Now, as we get into alignment, it's going to be much easier to build that muscle because what's happening is we are actually deconditioning in the process, but we must continue to take the steps towards that new version of ourselves. So let's say you're um, one of the, you know, probably millions of women out there um, and men too, I get it, like men can be people pleasers too and we have a massive epidemic of people pleasing um, in the Western world especially, but I would say it's global. Um, And we have to start yeah, reteaching people how to treat us through taking small actions towards the new version of ourselves and healing that trauma as we go. So how do we heal that trauma? So one of the things we have to do is we have to be very conscious of the stories that we tell ourselves. Um, we need to call bullshit on them. You know, let's say you've said, uh, no, I can't do that. I can't, um, 
take the kids to daycare for you because I just don't have time or you, you can't do something simple like that. And as soon as you've said, no, you can't do it, you, you go, you allow, it's a choice, you allow the mind to go into this tailspin. Now, it goes into this tailspin because it's built this emotional response, okay? So you need to change the emotional response. You will need to notice what is going on in your body and allow yourself to sit with it, not react to it. Because most often when we are having a traumatic or a heightened emotional response to something, we're trying to run away from it, literally trying to get out of our own skin. We're trying to avoid it. So we tell ourselves stories to make that discomfort go away. So number one, we want to sit in it. We just want to sit in it. Um, if you can meditate, if you can sit and close your eyes for a minute and just notice it in your body, you know, notice it if it if you can um, feel it in a specific place, notice if it has any movement or color or shape or any sound to it um, because it, it is living within you. And when you can bring attention to it and presence to it, this is when we can start to um, – release it. We can start to release that response because as long as we're trying to run away from it, it's like we're white knuckling holding onto it. The moment we sit with it and we're present with it and we allow it to be there and we actually gently put our attention on it, what you're going to notice is it starts to dissipate. Okay. And you get to the other side of that where you've, you sort of sat with it and you've let it be there. And then you choose like, um, you choose a new story. You choose a new response. So I would recommend that you get out your journal and you say, um, you, number one, do some forgiveness work on it, if you know what I'm talking about. It's the Ooponopono that I use. Um, then I would sit there and I would say, okay, so what has this this feeling, this emotional response, this um um, reaction? What's it taught me? What's the gift in it? What can I learn from this? And start to mine the gold from this feeling, from this response, um, because there's going to be a lot of gold in there. Then the next thing you want to be doing is like asking yourself, okay, so do I want to hold on to this? I appreciate that this response was created to keep me safe or potentially even my ancestors safe. Do I want to hold on to it? Because it's my choice. I can hold on to it if I want to, or I can let go of it. And in that moment, it's a hugely powerful moment um, because it takes courage to let go of what we know. Um, even if it hurts us, uh, our brain is not set up for that. Our brain wants to hold on to the things, even if they hurt us, because it wants to hold on to what it knows, what is safe and secure. But as we move to this new time of living in a world where we're designed to feel our way through life, we really have to make peace with our feelings. And this is really how we do it. We have to choose. At some point, we have to choose that, okay, I am ready to let go of this response. I am ready to let go of this trauma. Um, I don't think there's anything more it can teach me. So when we've done that, you have to get a nice clean yes from you, from, from your gut, from your soul, from whatever your authority is. Yes, I want to let go of this. And if you don't get one straight away, ask again tomorrow and the next day and the next day um, because your inner child might still be holding on pretty tight to it. And that's okay. That's okay. But just set that intention that you want to let it go. And over time, you'll be ready to let it go. And in the process, <clears throat> or when you have a clear yes, then you want to start to choose the new stories you're going to tell yourself. And you start by doing that through gratitude. So you say, 
I am incredibly grateful for the fact that I actually chose to say no. Even though it made me feel uncomfortable, I've done it. That's one no down. Well done, me. And then you might say, I'm hugely grateful that this opportunity came to me uh, so I could say no, so I could start to build this muscle. And then you might say, I'm hugely grateful that I am one day closer to being really comfortable with creating these new boundaries. And you go through that process and you start to choose those stories that you're going to tell yourself from here on. Now, the next part of the exercise that I always feel is incredibly powerful is you need to create boundaries. You really need to know where your boundaries are. So let's say, let's go back to that metaphor metaphor of taking the kids to daycare. So you want to actually sit down with a piece of paper and pen and say, okay, well, I have time to support this person in this way on Tuesday and Thursday between 8 and 10 a.m. Like you need to be very clear on what you have available. And in any process of creating boundaries, you must come first. You can't ramfle your diary of everybody else's needs from you and then go, yeah, see, look, I've got boundaries because I'm only take, I'm only giving that person two hours of my time. It doesn't work that way. You need to take care of you first. So I always say when you're creating boundaries or you're creating routines, you want to start with, if I had a magic wand and I could set up my day exactly the way I want to, how would it be? Now, often we can't operate from that place instantly, but we can start to build it. So start to build it. Um, create boundaries with the people who take too much from you because they are going to be the ones that are the most uncomfortable to reteach how to treat you. Um, and really set that intention on the daily. I am ready to live more in alignment. I am courageous and ready to live more in alignment. And as you day by day move further towards the person that you're becoming, you want to write down your gratitude, you want to write down your wins for the day, and you want to give your brain evidence that it's safe to change. Because often you're working through years, generations of trauma that the brain is just like, well, this is super safe. I can just keep going down this neural pathway. And as soon as you want to change it, just be prepared for it to be messy and give yourself as much clarity as you can. Um, Also know that do not get too attached to the outcome, to even your first draft of your boundaries or your first draft of your ideal day or any of those things. Never get attached to them. Always, Always treat them as it's a moving feast, okay? So the other thing that can can be a little bit scary when we start to say no is the perception in the mind that we have to go from where we are now to completely changed, to completely saying no to everything that's out of alignment. And that jump freaks the brain out. Any jump freaks the brain out. So, <clears throat> or any significant jump. So one of the things... Um, really early on for me is I felt like affirmations were just crap. They did not work for me. And I was like, okay, what am I doing wrong? Um, and then I've, then I went to, oh, well, they're just that's just bullshit. Like they don't work at all. Then I actually discovered the truth is that our brains, and we're all completely unique, can only jump so far. So my brain today can quantum leap. Like it can go from who I am today to someone that it would have taken me years to become in 
you know, a very short period of time. But I had to start to build that muscle, okay? So as you start to say no and create these new boundaries and teach people how to treat you differently now, you have to say every day I feel a little calmer and a little more comfortable saying no. Every day I am closer to feeling in alignment. Every day these boundaries are getting easier to uphold. And you use this sort of language so that you can fully support your mind and your brain to make the change, to be in energetic alignment with your design. And if you choose to go down that path, it's it's not the easy path. The easy path is to stay in your conditioning, out of alignment, doing the things you've always done and doing the things that the generations before you have always done. But it's never going to make you feel fulfilled and purposeful and joyful. So at some point, if you want to live this life and live in alignment, then you're going to have to face your demons, your dragons. You're going to have to go down the road of creating these new boundaries and feeling uncomfortable and having the courage to live in your alignment. Because although it sounds super simple and easy when we teach you, just say no, it's really not for most of us. Now, the other question um, that came up is like, is it different in different, um, you know, are there some countries that are more triggered by this than others? And from my experience in the UK, this is probably the most, um, they tend to be the most triggered by this, um, by being able to say no, by being able to heal from their people pleasing. Um, Australia is pretty good at it too. And the States. Um, however, the, the biggest thing is, is to understand that people pleasing is something that you were taught. It's not who you are. So having the courage to face down who you really are energetically and then making the choice of how you want to express that through your human design, as I say, that takes courage. And each and every one of us is equal in that. We all, no one is special. No one is better. No one is worse. We all have the same thing in front of us. So if if you want to change, you have to go through. You really can't go around no matter how much your um, emotional response or your nervous system would have you believe. Okay, everyone, that is it from me today. I trust that really knowing that the uh, challenge of creating these boundaries and being able to say no is a real thing. Um, that just because it sounds like it's easy to live in alignment, it isn't, and that each and every one of us has to walk through the fire and heal so that we can be more in alignment every single day. All right, everyone, thank you for joining. Bye for now. Thanks, everyone, for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.